Welcome everybody to Sincerest Leadership's inaugural podcast. We are here in beautiful Hillsborough, North Carolina at the Village Diner, a new-ish delicious breakfast spot on Nash Street. And I am here with Pat Love, who is the head of marketing at R65 Digital Marketing in Durham, North Carolina, and we are here to talk about all things leadership and personal development and whatever whatever other interesting flights of fancy catch our eye. We we want to begin the podcast today by having a conversation about our breakfast. Kat, how were your amazing pancakes? They were excellent. They were fluffy inside with crispy brown edges, and the syrup was delicious and uh, well worth it. My first visit to the Village Diner, huge success. Awesome. I'll be back. (laughs) Yay. Me too. I kind of feel like I can't stay out of this place. Uh, Wait till you have their fried chicken. You are going to flip out. (laughs) That's the next podcast. Absolutely. Next episode. Um, Okay. So one of the things that inspired this conversation between Kat and um, and I, me, (laughs) I just had a, I seriously just had a grammar crash in my brain, (laughs) Um, was Kat sent me a copy of the um, 2018 report from LinkedIn about um, workforce learning and how it is uh, that companies um, engage in learning, that individual employees engage in learning to support the soft skills that both talent um, developers and CEOs want to see in their employees. So that was what the inspiration was behind this, and uh, Kat, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what your thoughts were on that report, and um, maybe why you sent it to me. Yeah, well, so I saw it come through and immediately thought of you because of the work that I know you've been doing for some time as a business owner yourself with your staff, but also obviously with Sincerus, and I've gone through a bit of the training that Helen offers And for me personally, it was a transformative afternoon, spending that time around Helen and the horses and really asking myself, how do I lead? You know, I'm, you know, 20-ish years into my career. I've had the benefit of working with a lot of great bosses and a lot of great teammates and other opportunities where I wish that things could have gone differently. And that time on your farm made me really question if I understood what I wanted out of my career, if I came prepared to share what I wanted and what I hoped for the people around me, uh, if I was able to communicate that clearly. And it seemed like when I saw this report from LinkedIn, my experience is not different from so many other people out there in the workplace where we struggle with knowing what leadership looks like and how to get there ourselves. And so what stuck out to me from this report was that you know, management on down is looking for ways to help individuals cultivate a better sense of confidence and clarity in how they come to work and how they get results and how they lift up the people around them to work together. 
And so I just wanted to hear what your perspective on the data was, because I know you see it day to day in real life, in your business, in your consulting. And um, I just love listening to you talk about this stuff. So I wanted to talk about it over pancakes. I love it. Um, one of the things that struck me about the report is that um, it talked about soft skills. And I honestly would like to see that defined. When somebody says soft skills, what do you think they mean? What does that mean to you? Uh, it's a funny term. It it, for something so important that you know so many people are saying is essential, we should know what that means. And so you know, I've I I know that you know people, quote unquote, like the industry defines it as uh, you know your ability to relate to the people around you, um, the ability to communicate, to collaborate. But I think when you break that down, it's like, what does it even mean to collaborate? Well, part of it is listening. Part of it is like really interpreting what's being shared. Part of it is being self-aware of what you're bringing to the equation. And so, you know, those are those are really like difficult, lifelong journeys to reach those qualities in yourself and find them in other people. And so I feel like soft skills sort of like, you know, masks some of the importance of what it is that people are talking about, which might be why people don't have those qualities in as great abundance <laughs> as we would all hope. Yeah. Why do we need a buzz term for it? Just call it, are you a good listener? You know, are you able to, you know, set aside what you think is the right idea and hear somebody else out? Are you able to support somebody else's vision and, you know, find a, a bridge between two divergent ideas? Um, I don't know. I think those are the qualities that I look for in the people who I work with. That's what I try to bring to work every day. But I never in my own life refer to them as soft skills. So I think that it would help the all of us greatly to probably use some better language around it. As you're talking, I'm thinking about how difficult it seems to be for, and especially I see in kind of multi-layered corporate organizations that have several kind of um, moving parts and and you know there's sort of this high branch of c-suite executives and then there's all of this sort of this bone tree of like people that report and work on different projects and how much of this whole kind of soft skills um, description is symptomatic of everything being like a game of telephone and the communication being so indirect and being so uh, diluted. Like how is it, how do you see that being solved? I just asked that's you a super a, yeah. big question. <laughs> that's a hard question. I just asked you to fix a really big problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that, that the term soft skills really it is symptomatic of this like you know 
desire to sort of check a box if like if somebody meets the requirements of a certain role or if they're you know eligible for a promotion or if they need to work on a certain area it's like you know you could be a computer programmer you could be a marketing person you could be a graphic designer but the soft skills you know idea it, it draws on so many other parts of your life that you really you know I think in a lot of ways people don't believe you can get training for those or there's been a lot of bad training out there and um, it kind of like boils down a very big yeah it's a it's you know sort of like a uh, an area that we're all like trying to improve on all the time or hopefully trying to be more aware of and trying to improve upon all the time but when you work in a big organization it becomes you know hearing that somebody doesn't have the soft skills to do the job is becomes shorthand and you never really get to the exact issue <laughs> right like what are you saying are they just an asshole yeah <laughs> or like what's the story yeah yeah so i don't know i mean i've worked in a lot of um different types of organizations some of them quite big some of them really really small and um again i just feel like people would get to where we want to be faster if we could just sit down and like have that conversation like you know are you are you using language that makes sense to people around you or are you tied up in this corporate speak or you know self-help book speak that is really you know changing the conversation in ways that aren't very productive I love that you brought that up um sort of uh, posturing because it's it's sort of the thing that that a person thinks is the right thing to do even though the qualities that they may be trying to embody are not integrated into their daily life and how they sort of approach everything that they do and um, you know I think that we pretty handily explained the problem, right, about a lack of specificity, a lack of people being able to actually um, rubber meets the road, you know, practically apply these quote-unquote soft skills. I'd like to call them the skills of badasses, personally. So what are they? What are those, like, words that you would use? So, as you were talking before, I wrote down, um, the first one that came to mind was empathy, was practicing empathy, which, in my understanding of that word, is being able to put myself into someone else's place and experience what it is that they're experiencing from to the best of my ability, their perspective. Communication, the ability to communicate and to be able to, to say or share with another person my perspective or how I'm thinking or how I'm feeling. Um, you said collaboration and um, the other word that came to mind when you said collaboration was partnership and how is it that we partner with another person? How do we hook up with another person in a way that we're both two uh, individuals approaching um, something as equals um, and 
understanding. That was the other thing. Um, that's the other part of communication. There is the delivering, and then there is the receiving and the understanding. And then the other thing that I wrote down was self-awareness. Um, and there's probably a lot more on that list. Um, but I, I also think it's really interesting that they're all described as soft skills. And maybe it's because technology companies sort of um, decided that was the term because there's hardware, which is the actual machine, and there's software, which is the operating systems and the things that make things run. So maybe that's, maybe that's the thought process behind soft skills. But I think skills of badasses, that works for me. Um, so how often do you see places that are in your experience, in your work experience, how many organizations have you been a part of that have had a group of people who were all on the same page with these qualities? Is this something that you've experienced? Would you know what it was like? I'm, I'm fortunate. I do think that I've had uh, the, the great opportunity to work with people um, in, that, in that way where we all kind of came ready to listen and ready to um, have an open mind and uh, make tough decisions. I mean, I think a lot of what those, you know, skills of badasses amount to is the ability to say that you know we don't always know what's going to happen but we have to make a call and the best we can do is look at all the information that we have look at the people around us and know that everyone is really taking it seriously and that everyone is really wants the same things and you move forward in a way that makes the most sense at the time and so in my career I've been really fortunate to learn from other leaders who were, um, you know, who I was working for at the time, to see how that's done. They modeled really great behavior and, um, you know, just decision making and collaboration and communication for me. But there have been plenty of times when that wasn't the case, and I think that um, that there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of um, landmines because self-awareness is one of the biggest parts of being a great leader and if you lack self-awareness you don't realize where your shortcomings are and so the sort of like you know the irony of it all is that there are people who have very little capacity to listen and collaborate and they're not aware of that fact and so there's just this mismatch of what the team may be trying to accomplish and what the individuals on that team are willing to do to get there and that can be really frustrating and can be really demoralizing and I've seen teams come through that you know with some really difficult open conversations and that is why you know what Sincerus does is so interesting to me that I think that it allows it allows teams or individuals to think about these issues out of their traditional work context. It allows people to think about whether they're clearly communicating their intention or if they're 
really tuning in to what is happening around them and the obstacles that they might encounter that aren't like first on their list of obvious obstacles to look for. And I think that the ability for people to get out of their offices or out of their conventional work dynamic and kind of hash out some of these issues around the horses is a phenomenal opportunity. It really like makes it a less loaded experience and we're able to ask ourselves difficult questions in sort of a low stakes way where it's not, you know, that quarter's earning or that major pitch that's on the line. It's just an afternoon with the animals who are able to kind of, you know, reflect back to us, are we being clear and are we being confident in our approach and are we looking at all of the issues that may be affecting this one moment in time. So, you know, that that to me is one of the, the greatest benefits of the sincerest model is just being able to think about these things in a totally new way. Awesome. Thank you. I sure think it's great. <laughs> I hope everybody else thinks it's great. Um, you know, I love talking with such bright people, and um, it is really exciting to think about having a solution to some of these issues that we've discussed this morning. Um, you know, I know and believe in my heart of hearts that um, the horses bring such an amazing opportunity to, just like you said, unpack some of these issues and have an opportunity to observe them in an environment that is low pressure. And um, I just really look forward to being able to share this with as many people as possible. Um, I would love to wrap up this morning's chat um, by asking you what is your favorite thing about the horses? What is it that um, you, you think is the, well what is the most favorite thing about them to you? Uh, I have a lot of amazing, um, a lot, a lot of amazing feelings about the horses because I'm not a horse person. I never grew up around horses. I think I went horseback riding once at a birthday party in somebody's backyard when I was eight. And um, what struck me first, and what I always, it's the first thing to come to mind every time somebody asks me, is that they are so big, and it is really really striking to be so close to them and have them tower over me. I mean, I'm 5'3", and I'm right up there at their mouth, and they're so gentle, and I was, I was really intimidated and, like, nervous the first time that I walked up to them and got that close, but it only took a few minutes to sort of vibe <laughs> and be able to relax a little bit and what struck me so much was that as I started to relax and get more comfortable it was like this like faucet of warmth turned on and it was like 
amazing to me to be sharing that space with them. And even though they were so big, and like I could feel their breath on my ears, and I could just, you know, feel them moving around me, I was never really scared around them. Once I kind of got over that initial hurdle of the size difference, it really felt like there was no reason to worry. And I loved that. Wow. I love that too. I'm so glad you shared that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing them with us. I, uh, I feel like it is a responsibility to share with people what they have shared with me. And so um, I'm really looking forward to, the forward to the opportunity to doing that with more people and, and hopefully more people who have the experience of the faucet of warmth that you <laughs> did. Oh, I love that image so much. Um, so how do people get started with Sincerus? So um, Sincerus Leadership is a leadership development company. Uh, my farm is in Cedar Grove, North Carolina. Uh, you can find me on the internet at my website, which is www.sincerusleadership.com. The spelling is S-I-N-C-E-R-U-S, leadership. And we are launching a Women in Leadership series, and that will begin on April 7th. Um, so if you are interested, there are 12 slots and four have been taken. So if you're interested in that, uh, please feel free to head on over to the website and sign up. Um, and yeah, pretty good start for our Diner Morning podcast. Yeah. I'm looking forward to many more. Send um, in your pancake tips. Oh, we're yeah. going to go find some more. We're going to go on the road is what we're going to do. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks everybody. for the time. Sure. Thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs>